Shine in Parakel Aleph with the Dilim of Nakiyas, we finished everything he spoke about, how much a person has to be careful in areas which involve money, because a person is a weakness for money. And therefore, a person is much quicker to be more ahead, to find himself allowances to do things which aren't completely yasha money wise. Now, what's his first area where a person has to focus on becoming lucky and perfecting himself from the temptation of of dishonest money. And that's coming to the second point. It says Vine, the paragraph which starts Vine Divarity at Haino, we prate mitzvah Until now I've spoken about one example of a mitzvah, the mitzvah of Gazel, the mitzvah of being dishonest. You'll find a similar breakdown of detail of in every single mitzvah. Says Mr. Shah, I'm not going to go through all the mitzvahs. I'd say in each one where the areas are where a person can be nechshal. But the minds which most people are nechshal in, and we understand, if most people are nechshal in it, it means it's because there's a universal yetzahara in that area. And if there's a, wherever, wherever there's yetzahara, so it's much more difficult for people to be completely clean from that area because they're much more tempted, so to speak, to, be, to, to, to fall in that area, in that area. And therefore, the second area which Nev Shachan wants to talk about, the second that very wants to speak about, this is in a Daber Atim in Harayas, Shagam Heim in Achamurim. The next point we're going to talk about, he wants to talk about, is the Isra of Arayas, which is also in Achamurim. It's also a serious Severa, could involve Christus and Mrs. Basin in some cases. And he says, Vem Shni Gazel. They second in level to Gazel, not in severity, but in frequency. Kamamaram Zal, Ruben Begazel, Mutu Barayas. He says, whereas most people are nichshal in Gezel, a miyotam, which means a sizable minority, are nichshal in Arais. And therefore, something which is obviously also a strong temptation people have. And because it's a strong temptation people have, people are likely to be nichshal, even if not in the absolute Aver, like he said by Gezel, but in all the, in all the, all the things which are connected to Aver. Man so and woman. So just like he said previously, that... My gazel, most people aren't choshed to break into someone else's house and run away with their candlesticks. But in all the different ways where a person's not completely honest, that's already under the broader framework of gazel. So this is the same thing over here. Most people aren't nechshal in their eyes. You know, they're not going to be overly served with, with their friends' wives. But there's so many areas within the parish of Arayas that people aren't careful because they're tempted by the same Yitzhara and therefore they make themselves certain leniencies, and that's also awesome. And therefore, the person who wants to be knocky, which means the person who wants to be completely clean in this area, so then he has to be careful of all the pratim, of all the details where this is would apply as well. And he's going to elaborate. The person wants to be completely knocky, complete from this area. It's not easy. In other words, it's a temptation which a person has, and it's something which a person has to overcome. When the Torah said what's also is not just the Gufish the actual act of immorality, anything which comes close to it is also under the umbrella of the Yisurim of Arais. And not is under the umbrella of the Yisurim, it's all the same Yitzhahara. The same Yitzhahara which might push a person to the extreme level of Avera, or push the person to break any kind of barrier there is, and therefore be over even a much lower form of the Yisraelim, but Lemaisa, the person is going to think, where did the temptation come from? It's coming from the same Yitzhar. 
and we have a first apostle, Lo Tikrivu Legales Erva. And there's a Torah doesn't say Lo Tikrivu Erva, which would be don't be Megalerais, don't actually commit Avera. The Gemara says Lo Tikrivu, which means the Bosak says don't come close. Which say any any step in that direction is already an Isra of Lo Tikrivu. A person's made a move towards the Avera, that's already considered an Isra. just like if a nausea makes a nether not to drink wine, also lechol anovim lachim vivestrim, or mishas anovim, or yetzmi gefenayayin, it's also to eat anything which comes from the vine, whether it's the grapes, whether it's the 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 raisins, or anything else which comes from the vine, is also. And now this is, the Adam is learning nausea, this is a tremendous chiddish that uh, the Mrs. Sharm says. And he says that the issue to eat grapes is just to avoid the issue of drinking wine. The Torah doesn't say that. The Torah makes it sound like everything is the Iker Isser. The Iker Isser is to drink wine, the Iker Isser is to eat grapes, and Mishras in some ways mixed with grapes, Lachim, Yvashim, Zagim, Khartanim. The Torah says everything. And to come along and say that that's all just a barrier that a person shouldn't come to drink wine is a very, very big Hiddish. That's what Mr. Shah says. Af isha she'ena shalach, a lady is not your wife, also liga bakol ikha. To touch in any way is already an isa deraisa v'tikrivu. V'chol mishra nagea v'isha she'ena shalach, maybe misalatzma. And therefore he says that uh, it's not that if a person just touches that he's not doing isa, you know, just like it's also for a nazir to drink, to eat a grape, because he might come to drink wine, but eating the grape is isa deraisa. He's not arguing with the possible, we'll get markets for that. Similarly, touching a lady is so there is a And therefore, a person can't justify saying it's not that it's not such an avera. It is such an avera. And the reason for that is, is because the essence is saying yetsahara. And therefore, if a person wants to be knocking for that yetsahara, so then even doing something on a lesser degree is already giving to that yetsahara. Now he says, Vabet. Look, and like, think about it. This chazal we just mentioned. Kihim shasa isa razer nazir. He says it again. Even the Ikka Issa for a Nazir is to drink wine. The Torah itself forbade him anything which is connected to wine. And if that's the case, this is a, a something which we can use as a lesson. That the meant to them for the price of the Nazir. That just like the Torah itself makes the siyog, makes the ba- barrier, makes the boundary against the Avera. In the case of a Nazir, that says, I don't want you to drink wine, I don't want you to touch a grape, or anything to do with the grapevine. So that's a barrier to prevent the person coming to the Isur. So from there, Chacham learned that we meant to do the same in other Isurim too. And all the other mitzvahs where they have to make a barrier to stop people being over the mitzvah. They'll learn from the case of Nazir that just like by Nazir, when the Torah asked Nazir and therefore went a second step and, and forbade us from anything which would come close to Nazir, so in every Islam we have to do the same thing. Once, once the Torah is, makes the Ikka the thing also, we have to go backwards and ask everything which could come close to that. 
ונמצא שאוסס הצייר במצווה זה של נזיר, מה שמוסר לחכמים שיעשו בשאר כל המצווה. And therefore, the mitzvah of the Nazir, the Torah states the example for what Chachamim went in every other mitzvah. The man dash is here, Tzadish al Makam, that Hashem wants us is to make barriers to prevent us being Nikshal and other barriers. And therefore, Kashar is the Lord of Echad bin Asurim, Yomat Sasmin of Afarish, that's a Kalakarabla. And therefore, the Torah says something's Asur, then we have to think what do we need to do in order to erect a barrier that people aren't going to be over the Isur, and you have to make a few steps more Asur that people are going to come to the Isur. And therefore, when we come to the Isra of Arayas, so something here, we have to make a barrier of anything which could come close to that. In whatever stance is going to be, like he's going to explain. When it comes to the touch, action, seeing, uh, speaking, listening, even thinking. The Torah asks, or this we understand, that the Isra of Arayas, a person has to make a very for himself in all of these areas. So just to sum up the point he said so far. First, the point of the Nazir. The Nashid Shon, like I said, is learning that the Nazir, the Ike Isra, is drinking wine, but the Torah made a barrier for a person, not, not, not just don't drink wine, but also don't come near the wine. And that's the case in point which Chazal are going to use as our reference when we meant to make barriers around mitzvahs. Why did the Torah use a Nazir as an example? Why did the Torah use a Nazir as an example? Uh, if you wanted to use the example that the Torah makes a gather, makes a barrier for itself, you're going to use any mitzvah. Why do we choose the mitzvah of the Nazir? So there's something unique about a Nazir. And that is, a Nazir didn't have a chinuch in being a Nazir. Right? It's not something that he was brought up with, that he had a training from his holiness. He himself decided to be a Nazir. And if that's the case, when a person himself takes in restrictions which he's not used to, it's much more difficult for a person who grew up keeping kosher. So straight away, he has all the restrictions in place. He's, he's, it's second nature, he checks the heksha. There's some things he knows on kosher, he's not going to go near them. That part is already ingrained in his system. Whereas if a person who never kept kosher, and now suddenly has to start, so now it's much more likely that he's going to make mistakes. He hasn't learned, the, so to speak, the rules of kashas. And therefore, of course, he knows he's not meant to be ovary serum. But who would have thought that this is not kosher? Who would have thought that there are kosher ingredients in this? And who would have thought that they that, that whatever the case would be, that would bring a person to make a mistake? And therefore, in those areas where a person doesn't have that training, then it's much more likely he's going to make a mistake. And therefore, it's much more important for him to make a gather. And therefore, the Nazir who was used to drinking wine and eating grapes, and until last week or two weeks ago when he took on the Zeris, he was doing that the whole time. And now suddenly he's made himself a new Isser, Nice to get used to thinking, what has grapes in it? You know, where, where, where would I be, where, what could I be nikshal in? And therefore, it's much more necessary for that person to make boundaries. Because otherwise, he, he doesn't have the natural boundary of society, which not everyone's a Nazi. He doesn't have a natural boundary of his own upbringing, because he just looks on himself now. And therefore, it's much more important to make boundaries, because otherwise, it's much more likely he's going to be, be nikshal. And if that's the case, we learn from the Nazir isn't just the first point. And that is that Chazal saw that it's important to make boundaries. That's for sure true. But we see a second point also. And that is a person who is more likely to be Nikshal needs the boundary even more. The person who either he wasn't used to keeping this mitzvah, or it's an area where he finds that he's more likely to make a mistake in, that's more where he needs to make the boundaries because that's where he's more at risk of falling. And if that's the case, this all leads up to the decision he wants to get to. And that is, 
So if we if we're looking for those places where it's necessary for a person to make boundaries, so then the first place where we see Chazal, I mean there are many places where Chazal make his boundaries, but one of them, one primary place, is everything to do with the Isra Varais. Everything to do with the Isra Varais because that's the place where obviously a person needs the boundary more. That's the place a person needs the boundary more, and that's why here we're going to see many more restrictions of Chazal. Now you could ask why. Because it's the opposite of Moser. Moser had no education. Oh, yeah, 100%. You can ask why. Why? Why? This isn't a good example we said before. Because we said the Svar of the Nazir is that he wasn't, he didn't grow up with us. So something he took on himself. Whereas when it comes to the Isra Varais, so then that's something which is, he said himself, everybody knows the Isra. And the answer is exactly the point he's trying to get to. And that is, everybody knows the Isra of the, the, the Maisa Vera of Eshesish. The Maisa Vera of, of, of Bimagal Arais. But there are a hundred other Isra'im too. Uh, istaklus is an iser, and thinking is an iser, and speech is an iser, and those are things which in a society a person isn't necessarily protected from, because in, in any normal society they're men and they're women, and therefore no one's living in a society where they're shielded from ever never meeting a woman. They're in a society <coughs> where other but there is an interaction, and therefore without without a, a, a gathering place, the situation is such that it's likely for a person to be nichsha, which is why it's necessary to have more of a boundary. Now, the first boundary, before we get to the Mishra says, um, there's one point I want to mention first. And that is the, the primary boundary which is brought in Chazal that they made against the rice is the Isra of Yichud. The Isra of Yichud. The Isra of Yichud was established as a way to stop people being Yichsha, and not only that, it's the primary way to stop people being Yichsha. Because uh, uh, the being Yichud makes the situation where they're very possible. If a person, and I mean, we're not talking about what Mr. Shari is talking about now, and that is uh, avoiding anything which is entertaining the same way as the even on a much scale down level, now we're talking about Avera itself. And therefore, when Chazal instituted Yechud, is because if a, the, the situation of Yechud invites the Avera. If a person avoids being Yechud, so then he's not, he's not making a possibility for the Avera to happen. Now, that's, and therefore, when Chazal gave us Gidra Yechud, so then what, it, what, the, what the guiding spirit of the Lach is, the guiding spirit of the Lach is, is that it's, it's in order to prevent a situation, a circumstances, which could tempt people to be over others. So because there's such, is a temptation, Hazal made a person take a step back and avoid the situation which could lead to, to, to doing an Aver. So we know Yechud is a Gzair in most cases, mm-hmm. and that's, that's the reason for, for the Gzair, which we understand. But what uh, what I want to say is uh, what I heard from a number of Hashavah and which I can give evidence, evidence to myself and that is even though Chazal gave certain kudus in Yechud certain cases where there shouldn't be a problem with Yechud that's something which needs to be reassessed based on the people we're talking about because uh, the Matthias shows that sometimes, uh, even if a person is not in technically halachic yichud, but lemaisa they are in yichud to some extent, it still brings taver, it still causes taver, and therefore the the restrictions of yichud have to be something which a person has to think: uh, is this going to be a good enough barrier? Is this going to be a good enough barrier to prevent people doing averes? And if the dar is a different dar, and the temptations are different temptations. And what might have been a good barrier in the times of Chazal, 
doesn't necessarily work as a good barrier today, then one has to think again. What's going to be, not, not that we can add historian, but that if the point of is to make a get there, is to make a barrier that people aren't going to come to Avera, so sometimes we have to reassess, uh, are our barriers working? Are our barriers working? And, uh, and therefore, there's sometimes where the, because of this, the, the importance of making a barrier which works, there's certain things which Chazal might say are mutter, and uh, we can't be so quick to make them today because the material shows that it might be mutter al zikhud, but the matter doesn't stop people doing other uh, I'll give you two or three examples. Two or three examples. The first uh, example is the the first example is um, a case where a door is not locked. So a Markham says there is a place where a door is locked, people can't get in. But if the door is unlocked, people can come inside. So then they're both going to say that uh, that's considered like a Pesach Pesach Shusarabim. And if that's the case, it's not Yechut, technically. And the people want to make on that. And so it's okay to be in an apartment or in a home, uh, just a man and lady together, even if they're not married, because they'll leave the door unlocked. Uh, technically, there might be such a day. Practically, it doesn't work. And the reason is, because most people aren't going to walk into somebody's house unannounced, whether the door's locked or not. And therefore, the very fact that no one's going to come inside it means it's a situation of Yechut, and the result's going to be that people aren't scared to do theirs. And therefore to say, well, no, it's okay, the door's not locked, isn't a good gather. It might be a technicality, but it's not a good gather because if the material says it doesn't stop a person doing that, then it's not working. That's one example. Another example. Another example is, uh, this is uh, this is really touching what, what the halacha means, but another example is a case of balabir. It's brought in if a person's a lady's husband is in the city, so then she doesn't have to worry about yechut. And then again, what does it mean, husband's in the city? So the people will say, this is what Ramesh spoke about, now ladies in Brooklyn, her husband's in working in Manhattan. Well, it's the same city, it's New York. Oh, it's going to take him a long time to get home because of the traffic or whatever it's going to be, but he's in the city, so what's the problem? But that love dafka that works. Love dafka that works, and if that's the case, one has to reassess what's uh, what's going to be a good enough barrier to stop people. And if, if in the olden days the city was a few blocks, it wasn't a big thing, and you had no way of, you had no cell phones, you had no way of knowing where somebody else was, it could be there around the corner, it could be they'll be home in two minutes. Whereas today, you call somebody on the highway, I'm still in the office. So you know, it's two hours until someone's coming home, however long it's going to be. So then, live dafka, what the, what's technically a hetzer LP, chazal works because it's not working as a barrier. It's not the, which is what it's meant to be. And I want to mention one last point, which in the Kodal where we're training people to go out into Kirov, so this is always obviously a question. And that is, if you're going to do Kirov and you're talking to people, or you're going to interact with people who love Dafka, have the same sensitivity to Avera that a from person is meant to have, so then what's, what, what's the barrier going to be to prevent a person being Nikshal? prevent a person being Nikshal, uh, besides the fact of how people dress or what people talk about, What's the barrier got to be? So, what what from experience of what people who've gone out to Dukira and have called me and asked me the shaydas and told me the stories, so I've come up with a new gather. And I agree it's not brought in the Shulchan Aruch and the but uh, I think in the midst of today, it's the gather which, without that, it's a, it causes a lot of problems. And that is that uh, one-on-one conversation, 
between a man and a lady is something to be avoided at all costs. Uh, one-on conversation which means no one else can listen in. It's just the two of them talking. Because the, even if it's not technically a situation of Yechud, it could be other people around. No one's listening to the conversation, so then the person who doesn't have the sensitivity to know what not to talk about, or the person who's interested in getting to make a relationship with somebody, so that itself becomes a very strong source of temptation. There's a very strong answer. Islam wouldn't be just a person would be on the phone as well. And even over the phone. And, uh, and it's, it's a source of a mechshah. If other people can listen in, so it's not a personal setting, it's not a one-on-one conversation, so it doesn't, become, it doesn't go the same route. But when it's a one-on-one conversation, so then especially if it's a, if you're talking to in the situation like I was talking about, you're talking to somebody who doesn't respect the boundaries of, what's, of what the interaction between men and women is meant to be. Or sometimes even in, in our world, in a from world, but Lemaisa, a one-on-one conversation lends itself to a certain personal nature which is not healthy. It's, uh, the best there in the world is never to have one-on-one conversations. And like I said, it's... I tell my family, we're going out to go into a bonus or a she made one rule. You'll never talk to lady by yourself. If she wants to come and talk, then she's talking to you and your wife together as a team. And then, of course, that's going to change the nature of the conversation. But uh, what about on the telephone? So, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference. And I'll tell you a personal story. I saw it myself. And uh, I take phone calls on to Shailas. But there I don't ask the person their name. Because I don't, I don't want to make a kilo personal, and I know who the person is. Someone calls up, and goes, I just ask me a shayla. And I'll give an answer, and then I don't know who I spoke to, and we never, we don't have to keep it up in a relationship in any way. So, especially when the lady calls up, and she's going to ask me a shayla, I say, sure. Don't introduce yourself, just ask a shayla. And I'll try and see. So, it happened you know, some time ago, a lady calls up with a shayla. Um, she needs some help or something. So I said, yeah, don't, yeah, don't tell me you are. Don't, don't give me your identifying features. Just ask what you want to ask. And I'll see, I can answer you. Okay, so I spent five minutes on the phone with her, maybe answering the questions she had. Um, I said, I need to. Goodbye. No idea who she was. Uh, a week later, I get a phone call. Rabbi um, Steiner, I said, yes. Um, I spoke to you last week. Do you remember this was my show? Yes, I remember. I said, I just wanted to call you because I wanted to tell you, I don't think every, anyone ever understood me so well. Uh, you really understood exactly not just what I was saying, but what I was feeling. I feel so close to you. So I really wanted to call you just to you know, tell you how much I, I, I appreciate our relationship and work. After one 500 phone call, like, we, don't even know who you, we don't, even, don't even know your name. But that's the nature of a person. Especially, I'll say it's especially, by a person who, for whatever reason, doesn't feel that they have someone in their life who's interested in them. Or someone who they can who they can turn to to ask for advice and, to, and for help, and now they find there's someone to latch onto, so then it immediately it becomes like we have such a connection, we feel so close. It's a it's a big nisayan. You don't want a, somebody a stranger to feel so close and to want, want to build a connection like that. And that was nothing to do with yichud. Yichud is another problem, but the the nature of a conversation, which is a one-on-one conversation, lends itself to that kind of emotional speech. Lens of that kind of a, trying to build a connection through a relationship, and it's something a person has to be careful of. Like we said, if, if the point of the nausea is this is an area where a person hasn't necessarily trained himself, and therefore needs more of a needs more of a barrier, 
So then here also, if a person hasn't trained us how to, you know, and the Matthias is, when if men talk to ladies, ladies talk to men, then there is that certain underlying undercurrent of, especially if a lady wants to try and make a relationship with somebody, someone she looks up to, or someone she wants to ask advice from or can help her. So there is an under, under, that undercurrent of trying to build a connection, and the person has to know. This is like the Nazi. If you don't know how to, how to navigate that, the person has to make a barrier. And the best barrier is turning to grips. In the case of Nazi, the best barrier is don't get involved in one-on-one conversations. And I'm just going to give you my story. I, I hear this the whole time. People go out and they, they give a share, and someone calls up and can ask you for advice, and you know, can you help me with this as well? And then it becomes the praise and the flattery, and thank you so much, and you've done so much for me, I feel so close to you. It, it seems to, it's a regular pattern. It's a regular pattern. And I want to understand one more point. And that is, the MS is, this is maybe not always understood, there's a certain element in the Yetzirah of, of relationships between men and women, where women have as much of the Yetzirah as men. If it's, you have a connection, whatever it is, it works both ways. The difference is, and this is where it becomes more of a new sign, the difference is is that a man has an understanding of it's not right, and therefore there's certain things I won't discuss. It's not the right thing to do. Whereas, from the lady's point of view, what am I doing? I'm saying I want to ask I'm saying I want to get to know him better, I'm saying I want to connect him, I'm saying I want to, I want to tell him how much I respect him. So it doesn't sound like something which is so bad. And therefore, the natural restraint of it's not the right thing to talk about isn't there. And if that's the case, if someone is going to talk like that, it's going to have the same effect. It's going to kind of create some kind of a connection between the two people, but it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And that, and it's, it isn't tempered by the natural uh, feeling people have, this isn't the right thing to do. On the contrary, she's not meant to get another rabbi. She, she shouldn't have somebody close to that she can ask her shyness to. The lady doesn't think she's doing anything wrong. But it's it's developing a connection which is not meant to be one. And that's why I said, the, if, if, we, if we're aware of the problem, so then the Zahiris is, take a step back. Don't allow the situation to begin. Because uh, because the the problem isn't just, like the Shalom said, the problem isn't just that there. The problem is everything connected to it. And everything which, which works to create a relationship, or works to create a connection between people which is, not an adult pre-terror, is already a step in their own direction. And therefore the Nikias is to, to, to make sure to avoid any way where that's going to start happening. That's the... Just mamish this Friday. A colleague of mine who's a Rav in Ramot called me up. And he said, I don't know what to do. He said, this lady who called me with the Shaila a few weeks ago, I answered her. He said, it's an instance then, she's been calling more and more frequently. And every time it's a longer phone call, he says, I don't know, right, but this doesn't know every single thing about her life. She's told me all her personal issues, and all her medical issues, and all the national advice issues, and everything else in her life. I said, it's just getting worse and more and more and more and more. And she said, I don't know who she is, because it's only in the phone calls, but I don't know how to get her to stop. It's, uh, it's like, which is, again, for him it's the first time, and I can tell you that it's a very normal progression, which is the problem. So what do you do? So I told him, and I told everybody else, and that is, it's very simple. Next time she calls, you get your wife to answer the phone. And say, so my husband's very busy now. Can you explain to me the shayla? And I'll ask him, I'll give back to you an answer. She has to do it more just twice. Just twice, and then it's going to stop. Why? Because it gets to the stage where it's not really interested in the shayla. 
It's the, the even connection. even subconsciously, it's the connection that they're building. And therefore, someone's willing to listen to them, someone's willing to talk to them, yeah, and someone's willing to value them and, talk, and, and appreciate them. And if someone who doesn't have a good shalom bias, then that's a hundred times more of a thing that they want. And therefore, it's, it's once one gets sucked into the mistake of thinking, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to help somebody, it's, never gonna, it's, it's going to get more and more of a, a problem. And therefore, the answer is, when, it's, when, when you break that connection, you just bring it back to, you get someone else to answer from what's the shayla, I'll ask the rough, I'll get back to the answer. Then, it, when there isn't that ability of it, making more of a connection, so then it comes to an end, which is what's meant to happen. But uh, it's one of those areas where, like I said, a person to see himself as a nazi. It's, it's an area where we weren't trained how not to, how to avoid. And therefore, a person to be that much more careful because it's something which the Yetzirah works on. It's a, it's a back door through which, technically, halachically, it's not also, but it presents an opportunity for uh, unhealthy relationship to begin to develop.